We are so thrilled to be partnering with Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. As you all know, I'm a huge Hinge advocate as I met my partner of almost three years on the app. Even before meeting him, Hinge was always my go-to app because I met more relationship-minded people here and had some great dates. Clearly, I haven't been on the app for a little while, but I re-downloaded it to check out some of the new features. One that stood out to me was the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, where your friend can hype you up. Not only does this make the profile creation less daunting, but it's not always easy to see your own green flags. So to test it out, I asked UA some fun prompts to get her take on what I could put if I was dating again. So the first one, how long have we known each other? What was your first impression of me and how has that changed? Julie and I have known each other for almost 10 years. My first impression of Julie was that she's very social, but I've learned that she has a lot more depth to her beyond the social butterfly that she is. My next prompt, what do you think are my green flags? I would say she's deeply loyal. She believes in love, curious mindset, and she is fearlessly ambitious. And then last but not least, what kind of friend am I? Julie is the kind of friend who will always have your back, no matter what. Damn, that feels nice to hear. So download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. Hi, I'm Yue Shu. And I'm Julie Kraftchik. We are active daters turned dating sociologists. Here to dive into everything modern dating and relationships. Welcome to the Dateable Podcast. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Dateable Podcast. I guess we don't even need to say dateable anymore when we welcome people. It's in the intro. Here we are. (laughs) Well, welcome to anyone new that we may be having from the launch of Exit Interview. It was a very big week for us over at Dateable. Dateable HQ, should we say that? I always think it's funny when companies say that. Right, right. Because we have many yeah. offices. <laughs> hey, we are in two cities. It's very, um, very large, large scale here. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it was a huge week for us. We launched Exit Interview. Two episodes dropped. So we were very excited. We had one about a dater who was playing it too cool. And then another about a dater that may or may not be a fuckboy. So we hit the gamut this week with um, the launch of Exit Interview. And for anybody who doesn't know what Exit Interview is, this is a new show that we sold to iHeartMedia. It's a limited series where we interview a dater and their former flames. That could be an ex, someone they had a one-night stand with, someone who got away, or even their family and friends. This was such a fun show to record. We already finished the season, but these episodes are being released week by week. I would say our launch week was pretty successful. We had really great feedback. People are loving the episodes, binging on the first two that released, looking forward to so many more to come. Yes. So can you reform an F-boy and does playing it cool ruin your dating life? Those two are out now. You can go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts and start tuning into that podcast in addition to Dateable. It's going to be released every Thursday. So you got Dateable on Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, depending on what time zone you're in. And then you got Exit Interview on Thursdays and Dateable again on Sundays. What a what a great treat. You just can't get away from us. There's just no getting away. But <laughs> with all of the interviews that we did for Exit Interview, what did everybody have to go through? A breakup, at least one breakup. Mm -hmm. And breakups are very tough. So this episode is very much all about breakups. And more specifically, have you ever been broken up with over text? Ooh. (laughs) 
We loved our guest this week, Allison Goldberg. She is a comedian, so love the spin. But you know, it wasn't just all fun and games. We did get deep on this episode. And she does this show, How to Break Up by Text, which is now being turned into an Audible series also. And we talked to her on this episode about just some of the crazy stuff she's experienced, but also has heard through the show. Whether you've been broken up by text or not, I think you could relate. Clearly, if you have been, this might hit home for you. And if you haven't, then at least you can say, whoo, I was never been broken up by text. And we also uncovered a worse way to be broken up with than text on this episode, but I won't say anything further. <laughs> if there is such a thing, getting broken up with is already bad enough. And then now yeah. there's like so many different vehicles to be broken up with. Back in the day, you just tell that person in person. Now we have these virtual vehicles to tell someone you don't want to see them again. So it could hurt even more than ever. But I love that her show really brings kind of a lightheartedness to breakups and also mm -hmm. uncover how we can break up in the right way. There is a right way to end a relationship. We don't discuss it. We don't want to talk about it. There is a healthier, more mature way to do it. And we do uncover that in this episode too. Yes. And UA and I were lucky enough to go to two of Allison's live shows. It was not for How to Break Up by Text, but it was a new one, Love Isn't Blind. <laughs> and I got to go in San Francisco and UA went in LA. And it was so nice of Allie to give us these tickets. I thought the show was really funny because it was basically the opposite opposite of love is blind that she had one main subject that was a woman and then all the men that she got to choose from couldn't talk they had to do a series of challenges without talking at all but she went through their phones she called up like their moms or other relatives to get the dl of how, who they were and if they'd make a good partner i was at a show that she called one of their cousins the cousin said do not date this guy no. <laughs> she said that was a first that she had ever seen <laughs> wow, that's pretty bad. <laughs> I went to a show where she called up all the moms and there were <laughs> there was one mom that was like, uh, my son is the most wonderful man on earth. He's looking for a woman to cook and clean for oh, him. Oh, God. <laughs> and the audience was like, boo. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely highly recommend checking out her shows if they're in town or if you're brave enough to be on the show. She was saying any help getting some people to yeah. be participants is always appreciated. It's not as scary as it seems, even though we might have made it sound scary that you're calling your mom. But overall, it's not scary. Just talk to your mom ahead of time and prep them of what they need to say. That's all you need to do. So we'll link all of her show information, all of her information in the show notes. You can sign up, get to know her, get to know the show, even check out the shows. In LA specifically, her venue changes every time. So you kind of get get to explore the city and be part of a really fun show. She turns it into a singles mixer afterwards. Mm -hmm. So it's also a great place to meet someone yeah. potentially. Yeah, you never know. Did she do this at yours that you had to like say if you were single, taken or confused? Yes. Yeah, so that anyone that was taken was essentially acting as a matchmaker for the single people. So it was it was super fun. Always a good time. But this episode we're really focusing on here is all about breakups. And I feel like now we're entering into breakup season. We've been in breakup season ever since the holidays, but right before summer, there's another major breakup season that happens as well. So 
It's very relevant as the weather gets warmer, people feel the need to reevaluate their relationships and maybe are willing to explore new relationships. Yeah, I mean, we also know that a lot of people listening to this podcast are coming in from a breakup. Sometimes that's the catalyst to seek out a dating podcast in the first place. Or maybe if you're not currently in one, you can relate back. I know breakups are one of those things that, especially when you're in a relationship, you don't want to think about because you're like, I don't want to break up. But I actually feel like for me, it's helpful to think about breakups because it's so scary to me. And I can think about like the worst kind of months of my life was like post breakup. And I'm like, kind of terrified to ever go through that again. But getting ahead of it and thinking about it, like I'll always go back to the episode we did with Dr. Gladys Otto, because I feel like that was so fundamental of just reframing breakups. So if you need more, this is a good like lighthearted episode to get you through it and find the fun and humor, but also depth, like we said, But if you also want another episode that one we did with Dr. Gladys Otto has a ton of meat to it. And I just remember, so Julie and I saw each other this week. I'm in San Francisco and we went out to this amazing Turkish dinner here in SF. And there was a dish that I ordered. It's fish, but they call it the heartbreaker dish because it's in the shape (laughs) of a heart with (laughs) the fish bones in the middle. And they come and pull the fish bone away so that it breaks into two different pieces. And I was like, Kind of a cool, I don't know, but like you don't want to think about heartbreak, but at the same time, it's like a kind of creative way to eat heartbreak, you know, to take control of your heartbreak. <laughs> I wonder if other people at that restaurant got nearly as excited about that as we did. Like they clearly <laughs> had no idea our backgrounds. <laughs> We like pulled up the camera to take a video, but then I realized I cut off when she actually said it was heartbreak. So I'm like, this video is pointless. We also stayed at that restaurant for like five hours. They were kicking us out. We brought a bottle of champagne. We stayed Oh forever. my God. I texted my partner and I was like, I'll probably be home like 8.30 because we got there at what, 6.30? Yeah, I think we got there at 6.30. I'm like, I'll be home like 8.30-ish. Not that he's like checking out on me all the time, but he was like, everything okay? Because it was like 11. (laughs) Like, are you alive? (laughs) I'm like, yep, still the restaurant. He's like, okay, cool. Just want to make sure you're alive. Well, we were legit across the street from my partner, our our apartment in San San Francisco. And he's like, okay, I woke up from a nap. I did some work. I got dinner. I worked out. I went to an HOA meeting. And then you were still not home. (laughs) (laughs) The best part, too, is that UA and I, it was like the restaurant had two floors and the bottom was packed. So they couldn't seat us on the bottom floor. So they put us at the top, but no one was there. It was just us. So I feel like we lost all sense of time because we weren't seeing people like come in, come out. You didn't get that feel of like the restaurant clearing out when you were essentially in a private dining spot. We had no idea until they came up and said, thanks for dining with us, ladies. (laughs) It's such a nice way. (laughs) Time to leave. 
time to leave. Yes. And we did a we did a photo shoot first too, which was super fun. You know, it's one of those things that the first time we did a photo shoot, I was exhausted after. But the last two times have been much more easy and fun. And we bought champagne to be a prop in the photo shoot, but we didn't actually open it because we just ran out of time. Like we definitely didn't do all the shots we were hoping to do. So we did this one jumping photo though with the champagne. And then we're like, oh, Oh, should we just bring this to dinner? Like, eh, maybe. Like, we'll see if they open it for us. Totally shook it up. Yeah, the guy was super nice, opened it, and then the whole thing just, like, exploded. <laughs> We're like, oh, yeah, we should not tell him that we just did a jumping scene with we the champagne. We didn't think that through. He's like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, he kept apologizing. We're like, no, it's our fault. 100% our fault. <laughs> but we should give a shout out to this restaurant because I feel like, so this restaurant is in an area called Soma, South of Market here in San Francisco. It's like a ghost town ever since the pandemic. It's just gone downhill. Businesses have a really hard time staying in business here. And this restaurant is pre- relatively new. It's called Taxim. I think that's how you pronounce it. T. A-K-S-I-M. It's an amazing restaurant. I hope they stay in business. Everybody from every other area of San Francisco travel to Soma for this restaurant. It's worth it. It was worth it. I will go back for sure. And UA and I are headed to Austin this week. We're really excited to go to South by Southwest. We went in 2019, or you've gone before me, but yeah. my first time was in 2019. It was just the two of us and we had a ball. 2020, we we're ready to go again. <laughs> And then it got canceled. I wonder why. I remember just being like, is it getting canceled? Is it not? And then they just made the call. It was Friday. We're supposed to leave Sunday. So it was a real fast call. And then 2021 was virtual. 2022, they did have, but we still felt like uncomfortable. So we didn't even request tickets at all for it. But we're here. We're back. We're back in 2023, ready to go for South By. And we're ready to eat all the barbecue and all the new restaurants that open up there. We're staying at a place that's like near a lot of really good restaurants. So, but if anybody has any other Austin recommendations, please send those our way. We're looking for restaurants, bars, interesting things, weird places. Send them our way. Well, I'm excited though. Our Airbnb is a new apartment and it's near Rainy Street, which is the street where all the parties happen for South By. So I think that's a prime location and just a 10 minute walk from the actual conference. But what are we on the 30th floor? Yes, we are. It's like this huge building and there's a pool at the ro- like on the rooftop. Yes. Yeah, so we will be posting a lot of photos and video <laughs> from our trip on social media. You'll see uh, we're going to milk the shit out of this Airbnb. <laughs> yes. Anyways, we should move on to our episode. So many great things this week. I feel just so blessed that we're able to do this every day. And this episode is so good. It makes me laugh every time I listen to it. So we're so excited to bring it out to all of you. Announcements. Let's go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts and download Exit Interview if you haven't yet. We guarantee this is going to be like watching reality TV, 
but you're listening to it. But it's also insightful and you'll also be able to apply the learnings to your own dating life. So very different vibe than this show, which makes it all the more fun that we have, you know, this new format that is more storytelling. You really get to know the daters, really start to form bonds with them. We're wondering if everyone is going to be as attached to the daters as the two of us were in our production team, (laughs) because we all think about these people all the time. So download Exit Interview, go to at Exit Interview Show, and then at Dateable Podcast if you're not there yet. This is a new podcast, so we're going to really put it out there that your ratings and reviews are so pivotal at this point. So please, please, please drop us five stars for Exit Interview while you're at it. If you haven't done a review for Dateable, just pop over there too. This whole process is going to take two seconds. Five star, five star, done. Leave us a note too if you are so inclined. Okay, so before we get into it, let's hear a message from our sponsor. Support for today's episode comes from Honey Love. I've always felt so uncomfortable in shapewear with all the wires and restrictive fabric, but Honey Love has completely changed my mind. I can't believe how it can be so flattering and comfortable at the same time. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. You'll immediately feel and see the difference. I love the best-selling Super Power Shorts. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. If you look at the pictures on their website, you'll see they have the Signature X design that sculpts your midsection without diminishing your natural curves. It's designed to work with your body, not against. And good news, they offer more than sculpt wear. Honey Love also has incredibly comfortable bras, tanks, and leggings for everyday support. And lucky for you, we have an exclusive offer for our listeners. Get 20% off your entire order with the code DATEABLE at honeylove.com. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com and use the code D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E. This episode is sponsored by Via. We all know there are things that can help set the mood in the bedroom, but did you know a little THC could also do that? Yes, Via has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a low dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. This gummy, wow, it will awaken your senses, increase blood flow, and intensify any sexual experience. I've been pleasantly surprised by the High Love gummies because it is just the right amount of THC for me to have a good time without feeling sleepy. And hey, if THC is not your thing, Via also offers a wide array of other gummies without it. And everything legally ships in 50 states with discreet packaging directly to your door. So if you're over 21, you can get 15% off and a free pack of award-winning Dreams THC plus CBN sleep gummies with our exclusive code DATEABLE at ViaHemp.com. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com. Let the gummies work their magic. Head to to viahemp.com and use a code DATEABLE to receive 15% off and one free sample of their sleepy dream gummies. That's viahemp.com and use a code D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from Via Hemp. Okay, let's hear it from Allison Goldberg about how to break up by text. Breakups. There's so many different ways to do it. 
and just not a great way. And do we all remember that episode of Sex and the City where Carrie got broken up with on a post-it note? Yeah. Oh, we yeah, do. Yeah, remember we that? Do. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes, we do. So let's talk about breakups today and specifically breaking up over text. We've got Allison Goldberg with us. Hello, Allison. How are you? Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. We are so happy to have you on our show to talk about breakups of all things. Who is Allison Goldberg? She's in her 30s. She lives in Los Angeles, originally from Baltimore, single and actively going on dates. She's a comedian who loves to talk about dating, and she's going to have an upcoming podcast about how to break up by text based on one of her comedy shows. If you're going to have a whole show around breakups by text, (laughs) we must know what has been your experience with breaking up over text. Where to even start? First of all, (laughs) I love that you brought up that Sex in the City episode because when that happened, we all universally agreed that that was a horrible thing to do. Even the cop at the end of the episode (laughs) of getting into the details for people who remember, everyone agreed that was a terrible thing to do. And now we're all doing the modern day equivalent and we're breaking up by text. Mm -hmm. So... (laughs) The way this project originally started is I started seeing this happening, and so I created a live show where you could actually submit your breakup text live, and if you submitted live in the theater, I gave you a free shot. So it's shots for shots. (laughs) But it was wild how many people came prepared with their screenshots. Mm. And the thing that really got me was the fact that we don't have any closure from something like this. Like, breakups are already so hard and often don't have closure, and texting really escalates that, where people feel like they can't keep asking asking questions or they just have to kind of accept it. And on the one hand, breaking up, you don't necessarily need the other person's consent, but people aren't getting closure. And so it was wild what people would show up to the theater with. Mm. So now it's going to be an audio version where celebrities perform your breakup texts. And oh my expert. God. Yeah. <laughs> We've had some amazing guests. Margaret Cho was my first guest. I'm so excited for these to come out. Oh my out. God. Yeah. Amazing. I was going to say, I would want her to read my yeah. breakup text or any uh, text. Well, Just read you, all you my You got to send me your texts. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care when they're from. But yeah. Go to the archive. Yeah. Go to the archive. She was wonderful. But yes, yeah, so celebrities perform your breakup texts and they're so interesting because it's these accidents scripts you know they're not supposed to be Mm -hmm. said out loud and then (laughs) an expert joins us like the two of you hopefully we'll get you in for season two I would be so happy yes (laughs) and then the panel you know together we break down your breakup so that was a very long-winded answer (laughs) so what about you Allison though me personally yeah has this happened to you ever have you either been (laughs) yeah it's funny actually what men have done to me because I'm like you know what I do for work right like you know like Uh you know because <laughs> I'm also a stand-up and I use material and so it's wild. This one guy ghosted me once and I wrote to him, hey, it's really too bad that you're choosing to ghost. We could have been friends. And then he still didn't respond, which I think like I gave him an opportunity to be kind. And then I ran into him the next night <gasps> while I was on a date. <laughs> Amazing. No. Karma. Oh, and you know I walked right up to him. I said, oh, <laughs> so you're not dead. It was amazing. It's just like, that I'm shameless. Incredible. Why would you do this to me? No, I could talk to you about my own experience or others' experiences forever. But the main thing is that 
I think we haven't caught up to where we are technologically. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't mm -hmm. think our emotional intelligence, and actually I was just listening to your episode recently on relational intelligence, which really mm -hmm. got me because I don't think we're advancing in relational intelligence the way our technology has advanced. And that's where these are so sad, but also really funny. I'm glad you brought that up because if you think about it, the Sex and City episode, breaking up on a post-it note is the exact same thing as breaking up with someone yes. over text because yes. you are messaging the future person, not the current person. And so she found that out, you know, later after he had already written that. Yeah. Same with the text. You're like, I don't need to confront the other person's reactions because this is for the future them. It's not for mm -hmm. the current them. In your experience, looking at all these text messages, how have people reacted to being broken up with over text? Well, that's what's been, I'd say, the most surprising because my instinct before starting this project was these are all horrible. <laughs> Don't do mm -hmm. this, right? Mm -hmm. The more I do this project, I still think it should not be your go-to. But I'm meeting so many people who say, actually, I'm glad that he didn't say this to my face because I had time to process. Oh. Yeah. I'm also meeting people who said, you know, it was kind of new. I actually don't need more than a text. And then I've also encountered another bucket, which is people who say that the situation was abusive or toxic in some way. Uh. And it was actually really nice to be able to send that note and block and get out. So mm. it's been interesting because previously I thought, do not do this. And I still think everyone kind of needs to do a gut check where it's not the most empathetic way to do it. Does the person deserve a conversation? Will it help them get closure? Or are you taking the easy road out? So I think it's just looking at that fine line. So I actually had this conversation last weekend and a friend of mine, she had been dating this guy for about like a month. It was pretty casual. She was also seeing other people too and she'd gone away for a while. But when she got back, they had plans to meet up again. They were going to cook dinner at her house. She was at the grocery store getting the last ingredients no. when she got a text from him. Aye. And he basically said, I am really sorry to do this, but I actually was seeing someone else too. And it's escalated. I don't think it's fair to her to meet up with you. So I I've seen so <laughs> many of these. So he basically like yeah. did this, I don't know, a couple hours before she's at the grocery store and was like, I guess Shit. I don't need these ingredients. But we kind of had this debate. This is something I always say. Check the timestamps. <laughs> Check the timestamps. <laughs> like that might have been okay, but not right before the, the no. Right. But you know what I but mean? But then we were like, okay, well, what would the alternative be? He comes in, right. you're cooking dinner, and then he yeah. says it to you. The alternative is for people to not put off difficult decisions and conversations, yeah. right? I mean, he knew yes. before that moment. Oh, yeah. And he <laughs> dragged his feet and dragged his feet and then sent a text because it was easiest for him. And that's the thing is, I think people need to look at what. What is the right thing to do, not what is necessarily easiest. Yes. And he could have sent that before yeah. she was picking up the Brussels. <laughs> and she was saying how they were supposed to go to like a spa and then cook wow. the dinner. But the spa was like far away. And we're like, he should have come in and been your Uber driver. No shit. At least he would have been able to go to the spa. <laughs> wow. That's a pretty elaborate date. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I don't know. I'm torn about this. I don't know what you guys think, but I think it's a pretty elaborate date too, if you're also still seeing other people. Like I feel like that's kind of a relationship you date. Mm, You're yeah. putting out very mixed messages to be like, we're going to have a spa day and cook dinner at and home. Cook. Oops, JK, I'm seeing other people. I'm going to break up with you by text. Right. It's, it's not okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it's not okay. I guess something might have happened that day, right? For him to, I, I feel like... He got laid that afternoon. That's the only acceptable yeah. thing. Or like they define the relationship. Like something an more serious yeah. happened probably. But that's the thing is you never really know what's going on yeah. with someone else. So, okay. So Allison, from your experience, like what's the most ridiculous story you've heard of how someone's got it broken up by text? Oh my God. There are so many. I don't even know how I would begin. <laughs> I was just looking at one moments before joining you both where they were dating for six months and then he just stopped showing up to their <gasps> dates. Just what? stopped. And then she texted him, are we not dating anymore? Like it's bananas. Oh my God. <laughs> but that's the craziest is one. Is that a ghost though? Or is that uh, a breakup And then, by then he wrote back like, yeah, you're right. I'm struggling. Oh, <laughs> Oh, oops. I forgot. I forgot we were in a relationship. I know, right? Like, what happened? You guys asking me that made me think of one years ago that I still think is wild, where they were dating, and by his account, they were in love, right? They're living in New York. He's like, I am in love with this woman. This person submitted during a live show, so the audience was just on the edge of their seat with this one. And then she tells him by text, oh, by the way, I'm moving to Los Angeles. I already (gasps) told my landlord. And then she writes, I didn't want to blindside you. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's the definition of blindsided. (laughs) So he doesn't know what to do because he's like, well, she already gave notice like I can't do anything in this situation she moves he's like devastated they're like sort of seeing each other she starts like sleeping with her roommate and like telling him about it because they're like not dating anymore but like sort of are then she sends him this text in all caps on New Year's Eve that's like I don't want to be the housewife that thinks of what she could have been please step the fuck up I want to be yours what happy fucking New Year it's wild (laughs) yes it was wild and it's interesting what's strangely cathartic about these texts is that this guy heard a whole theater be like, no! Yes, right? Because <laughs> he's still oh, like, oh, was I supposed to tell her not to yeah. leave? Like, what was I supposed to do? Like, that's why these texts are so horrible in a way because it's like he wanted to have a conversation and then kind of felt like he couldn't because it was by text. And right. I brought him on stage and put a tear on his head and we shouted affirmations at him. That's how that one ended. <laughs> I mean, that one, though, like, I know you pointed out some of the benefits of it, but to me, that screams just unable to communicate, which is typically actually what you think of when getting broken up by text. Yeah. I would say other than the circumstances that I mentioned earlier, don't do it. So there are specific (laughs) times and places to do it. Again, if it's a toxic situation, yes, break up by text. But otherwise, if you have a spa date and a dinner planned, you maybe owe that person a conversation. You know, though, thinking about it more, I feel like at least a phone call would have been better than the text. Like at least a voice note. We have so many options. (laughs) Voice notes. But at least an IG story. <laughs> oh my god, that would be so IG much story worse. That's just for for him, you know how you can make you know, your it just, close yeah. friends. You just like create a One category just yeah. for people on dating. I want everyone to know we're no longer together as of this. It could story. be like ten frames long. It just like escalates every yeah. time you look at it. If your name is Jared, keep reading. If you're the Jared I've been dating, keep reading. I like what you were saying too about sending it to your future self. Like you can see when everybody reads this story, you know, it's a mess. You're like, oh, I don't have to tell my parents. They already saw the story. (laughs) Great, you know. (laughs) So we have found one step down for breaking up with text. We've figured that out. (laughs) Yeah. I want to survey you two. What's worse, getting ghosted or getting a breakup text? Mm, Great question. 
this is another time where I think breakup text is fantastic because it's not even a text. Mm-hmm. You're just letting the person know, right? Two dates in, instead of ghosting, you know, you're not really feeling it. Nothing's really happened. Send a breakup text. That's my vote. I would say generally I agree for sure, especially if it's like mutual, like you're reaching out. UA knows this is a big pet peeve of mine. This has happened to me multiple times with people that I am not reaching out to. It is like clear that this is not a fit. Like there was just something on the date and then you get this like breakup text that feels like the person's trying to get the last word in. Mm. I feel like in that case, I'd rather just it fade out. Mm. I think, though, if someone's reaching out and getting ignored, then absolutely you should send the text. Yeah, I think those are great points. I think we kind of know in our gut if the person's like waiting to hear from us. Right. Yeah. And then send a little courtesy like, hey, just not feeling the spark. Although I'm blanking on which one of you it was, but you also recently mentioned not feeling the spark. You've actually had people argue with you about it. Yeah. That actually shocked me. I mean, all the time. All the time. Yeah. Like if you say that, oh my I feel like you can't even use that excuse. No. Like there wasn't chemistry. They'll be like, yeah, you can't. Well, let's go on another really? date and we'll see. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just feel like you can use that. And if they don't accept it, then you've dodged a bullet. Because it's like- Absolutely. Someone oh, sure. who is not- Yeah. No, but that's wild that they've argued. Listen, I guess you guys are just like super desirable. Nobody's argued with me on it. I've been like, there's no spark. They're like, I agree. And I'm like, no, no, well, that was a little quick, but okay. Or we just date really argumentative people. Who knows? Yeah, one or the other. (laughs) What it is is like we have different interpretations after we go on a date. Mm -hmm. One party could feel extremely connected. The other person doesn't. So it's just highlighting that disconnect that's very uncomfortable for people. There's ego and pride at stake here. But I do think closing that loop is more important than leaving that person on red, right? And so definitely, I do think the breakup text can help with the closing of the loop. But if we're going to talk about how to properly break up with someone, text does rank on the lowest. Yes, yeah. let's make right? that clear. Yes, yes, yes. Pull, right? <laughs> yeah. We much rather get a phone call, I would think, yes. most of us. Is there a situation where you've heard people would not? Because I think there are people that are really phobic of the phone. No, for sure. I mean, as I was saying earlier, there are people who have told me that they preferred to have it by text because they could process it in their own time. Mm -hmm. But I I haven't met anyone where it's been a long-term relationship that's ended by text. And I've met a lot of those. None of them were pleased that it was by text. (laughs) I think that's a good differentiation. You know someone that got broken? I mean, Allison gave us a few examples, too. It's really fucked up. Two friends of mine. We're dating for seven years. Oh, my God. She went off to grad school, and he wasn't hearing from her. He was going to propose that year, but he wasn't hearing from her. Weeks and weeks go by. He's, like, texting, all that. But his best friend ends up getting a text from her because she had a question about schoolwork. So she's still alive. Turns out she had met someone else, and I think it was, like, a month or two after starting school, she sent her boyfriend a text, like, I don't think we should do this. But she just stopped responding to him after yes. seven years. Seven I years. need to talk to that him. Can you put wild. us in touch? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is such an old wound that should never be reopened. Okay, for that's him. fair. I mean, that's he fair. Is, like, so Unless it would be really cathartic this. for him to hear like Margaret Cho perform this. You know what I mean? In which case, send You're him like, over. you could pick your celebrity if you do it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's very true. But the thing is, even with that text, I think this is also the problem with text that you don't feel like it's completely final 
Because he was like, yeah. oh, maybe she's in the middle of something. So he surprised her <gasps> at school to win her back. Yeah. Only to find that she's already in love with this other person. <gasps> oh, wow. This is like a bad movie. Yeah. So sad. <laughs> Very sad. Yeah, but seven years together, you would think. Yeah, it deserves some sort of closure. At least a phone call, right? <laughs> yeah, seven years in. I mean, you hear of people going to couples therapy and making a lot of real efforts before they break up. So I'm not surprised that he thought he could show up and make it work. I mean, it sounds like he, in this case, was blindsided. You know, we're not big on rules, uh, dateable, but I do feel like if <laughs> the only time it could be semi-acceptable to break up by text is if it's like a very undefined relationship, yeah. early stages. I feel like if you've DTR'd at a minimum, yeah. even if you've been dating a month or three weeks and you've DTR'd, you owe someone more than text. Absolutely. Seven years? Hell yeah. Like, that's yeah. absurd. Yeah, seven years for a lot of people, it's divorce papers, you know? Right. right. It's a lot of text. Right. Well, but. what was it, Selling Sunset? Are you a Selling Sunset fan? So I am not, but I do know that her husband yeah. told her he wanted to get a divorce by text, which is wild. Exactly. It's just, oh, exactly. Chrishell, yeah. 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 It's just very <sighs> lacking in empathy, I think. And going Ugh. back to, again, <sighs> relational intelligence. Okay, so we've established text is pretty bad most of the times, except mm -hmm. for the few that you pointed out, especially when we're in seven-year territory. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of Sex in the City again. I remember like the episode where Carrie got broken up by the post-it. Miranda said that she got broken up once by someone's doorman. Mm. And I remember being mm. like, oh my God, that's pretty bad. <laughs> like, Is there anything that you can think of that's worse? We'll rule out Ooh. ghosting that's kind of a league of its own. Mm -hmm. Anything worse than text in terms of breaking up that you can think of or you've heard of? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I know a guy... <laughs> <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> I feel a little bad saying this, but he, I don't think he'll care. I mean, it was years ago, and this is another one that he submitted live. Okay, basically, this guy was profiled, sort of. He was in the New York Times, and they quoted someone as his girlfriend. And then the other girls <gasps> that he was seeing oh, were like, hey, New York Times says oh. you have a girlfriend. Oh, oh, my shit. And he was like, ha-ha. His response was, like, not very empathetic or cool. <gasps> and so they found out that they were not exclusive and that their guy... I don't know that anyone had defined it, but, like, a few girls thought they were exclusive. So they found out by the New York Times. And then the other thing <gasps> is that the other girl found out that they are exclusive through the New York Times and was like, oh, my God, this is so romantic. Oh I'm the girlfriend. And that's how he, I guess, made his choice. Also, dating in New York wow. is awful. I'm so glad I left that city. <laughs> Wow. That well, is I guess wild. That's worse than the Instagram story. The New York Times is worse than the Instagram story. Yeah. I mean, I am a very much an artist brain and I don't have spreadsheets and stuff, but there are so many stories that I should start tracking and categorizing them. But yeah, it's really wild. And just, you know, the number of people who find out because they meet the other person and, mm -hmm. you know, I'm sure we've all heard all kinds of horror stories. I think people make a lot of excuses for their own behavior. We are never the villain in our own story, mm -hmm. which is something I always think is so interesting. So we always find a way to do the mental gymnastics. But I think if you're recognizing that you're doing backflips, like maybe you got to straighten some things out. <laughs> and it goes back to your previous point about us delaying hard conversations. Mm -hmm. We're just so good at procrastinating on that or avoiding that. How can we get better at having these hard conversations? Because in all of these situations, it could have been avoided if people were just kept in the loop along the way. 
I could listen to you say that 4,000 times on repeat. It's just like <laughs> everyone is doing everything they can to get out of a difficult conversation. And now we have this technological tool that allows us to not have it. But I don't think that's right. I mean, it's practice. I think we need to force ourselves to do it. I will say that this show has made me better at it. Like, not to say that I don't ghost. You're going to have a listener that's like, that girl ghosted me. But like... <laughs> <laughs> but I do try to be really good and communicative in my relationships. And I've had people see the show and then say, I decided to communicate rather than <laughs> send a breakup text. But we have to force ourselves to do it the way we force ourselves to do a lot of things that we don't want to do, but we know that we should. So have you ever broken up with someone via text? I always call and try to talk, but I have had guys who won't pick up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I've done a voice note. <laughs> Okay. And there was a guy a long time ago where he really would not answer. And I was like, all right, well, then I'm going to tell you by text. But then I still feel like, here's what I'll say in favor of conversations. Every time I've managed to have a conversation, it has brought closure in some way. Mm -hmm. It has felt better. I personally don't need to like rehash everything that ever happened if it's over. But it does help so much to know what's going on with the other person. I think I'm a successful breaker upper at this point. Like now when I end things with a guy, like I'm really like getting the information I need to move forward and not wonder what happened. And I think Mm. it's extending that courtesy to people because we've all been there where what happened and This is why my show exists. We're screenshotting it and sending it to all of our friends. You know what I mean? And it's like, Mm -hmm. save other people those mental gymnastics as well. Let's hold that thought for a quick message. This episode is made possible by Armoire. Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out. Listen, I live in Southern California. There is absolutely no need for puffer coats or any sort of those winter jackets. But when I travel anywhere else in the world in these cold months, I'm often burdened with the task of getting winter clothes. And now with Armoire, I can just rent my winter wardrobe. It's brilliant. Right now, our listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash datable. That is armoire.style, spelled A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E to get up to 50% off your first First month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. We are so excited to share with you our new podcast, Exit Interview. Dates don't usually end with a satisfaction survey, and yet we rate everything in our lives from Uber drivers to local coffee shops. So why don't we do the same thing when dating? We're here to conduct the ultimate romance review, featuring daters hungry for love who have agreed to call up old flames to gather honest feedback. Welcome to Exit Interview. He upgraded himself to business class while I was in economy. Wait, <laughs> wow. What? There's feedback that will make you cringe. She could be a little bit hard-headed, like not reading the writing on the wall. And feedback that will make you swoon. When she said that she had feelings for you. I had no idea. Really? And maybe you'll learn a thing or two yourself about how you can be a better dater, lover, or partner. Obviously, like, Neil is going to learn something. I didn't expect this. Welcome to Exit Interview. 
Listen to Exit Interview on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We had a grief expert on our show to talk about breakups, specifically Dr. Gladys Otto. And she said part of breaking up is also visualizing what is the best way to break up. Before you even break up with someone or get into a relationship, think about in your mind, what is the ideal way to end a relationship? And I think that's something that we don't think about as daters. We always think about getting into a relationship. We don't focus on the ending of it all. And there are good ways to break up with someone. Here's a scenario. I want to get both of your opinions on if you think this is a good way to break up with someone. I have a guy friend who was dating three women, and he told them that he was seeing other people. So everybody knows they're not exclusive. This is around Christmas. And by Christmas, he had already made his decision. There's one woman he's going to focus on. He's going to break up the other two, but he's going to do it in person. So he goes on this breakup tour, you know, drives <laughs> to their God. houses, brings them a Christmas present, and then <gasps> spends like two or three hours with them to talk through the breakup, how they're doing. He's there for them when they're crying. He's there for them when they're angry. But then he finishes his tour in, I think it was a half day that he took to break up with these two oh women. And then he ended the tour by going to the woman's house that he had chosen. And she broke to up let with him? Her know. <laughs> she's like she's like actually i've been dating three other guys and you're not the winner here's a yeah. post-it note okay before we comment how long had he been dating these women i need the context i've been dating all three of them so they all came at different times but average of three months <gasps> okay oh, i mean that's another question though which is how long is it acceptable to date multiple people and i well, feel like right. if you need to buy them a gift and have a talk and listen to them cry. Maybe you should have made your decision sooner because right. three months is a while. I'm dating someone for three months and I'm like, you're my boyfriend. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> three months is long term for me. <laughs> okay. The only thing I do like about this is that he came to them because mm-hmm. the worst thing is that if you had to pay for an Uber, go across town, (laughs) and then that happens, right? At least he did them the favor of not having to exert more energy. I'm really mixed on the gift. I just feel Mm. like, like, would you even want that after? Like, you're going to look at this and remember? It depends what it is, you know. (laughs) (laughs) It was something you really need. (laughs) Like a spa gift card or something? Yeah, what were the gifts? (laughs) They were very specific to the women. That's even weirder. (laughs) Like very specifically tailored to what they wanted. Oh my gosh. He was up front with the women that he was dating multiple people. He was. So I I agree with you, Allison, that it feels like a long time. But at the same time, I guess he was up front and they chose to stay there. Well, I've met guys who are like, yeah, I was up front. They know I'm dating multiple people. And I'm like, yeah, but you said that a month ago. And now you spend Mm. every weekend at one girl's place. And then it was like one of them was like a bartender. So like he was able to spend weekends at one girl and like weeknights with another girl. And I was like, Mm. clearly these women think you're exclusive. But he was like, well, we haven't had the talk, so I'm not doing anything wrong. And I went to town on him and then he made his choice, actually. (laughs) Because I was like, just because technically you've covered your bases, you know deep down what you're doing is not right. You know all these women think that you're their boyfriend or going to be their boyfriend. On his behalf, he took it to heart. I might have humiliated him at a group dinner, but... I don't regret it. Again, it all comes back to going with our gut and doing what we know how we would want to be treated. You know, so it's so interesting. I mean, I love that story, but it's so interesting that he was dating three women seriously enough to get them presents, you know, because also- To know them well enough. Yeah. Yeah. Also means, you know, he's banging three girls, which is okay. But like, are they in a poly situation? Like, it just doesn't feel that transparent. 
I do appreciate that he gave the space to have long conversations. I'm curious if you know this, Yue, but like, did he use the two hours or whatever he allotted to, you know, hash it out? Oops, sorry, I gotta go on my next breakup. <laughs> yeah. I, I sent her a, a, a Google hang, you know, it's like, what? He said he gave them as much time as they needed. Not true if he had them back to back. He had his little breakup That's tour. True. Yeah, it's true. Did yes, they live I near each clarify. other? Like, we need more information. <laughs> like, like, did, he map, they were roommates. <laughs> did he map out the route, right? He's like using ways, calculating the traffic. <laughs> so, Allison, this was in the pandemic when, you know, in these people's defense, it was harder to get to see each other. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of zumping going on. Zoom dumping? Zoom yeah, dumping. Yeah, there yes. you go. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts of that versus text? Listen, the pandemic, the fabric of society was torn asunder. Time and space did not exist. No rules. You can do whatever you want during the pandemic. Okay. It's a thing that happens. <laughs> Nothing applies. What you did during the pandemic. Okay. But post pandemic, don't do it. No, no. Actually, I think, it, <laughs> I think it could be fine. I've met people that are like, it's a long distance relationship. Like sometimes video yeah. chat is a nice respect. Here's the thing about texting, really. There's no body language, right? There's no facial right. expressions. There's no tone. All of that is removed. Once that is placed back in, I personally don't have too much of a preference, right? Because my main gripe is, are people able to fully understand how they're feeling, how the other person is feeling? You know, are they allowed to really probe and have a real conversation? And I think you can do that by phone, and I think you can do that by Zoom. But I think texting, you just lose so much. I mean, there's that Key and Peel sketch. I don't know if you've seen it. It's old, but it's basically they're having a text conversation. And one of them by the end is like, that's it. And he's like carrying a baseball bat to go to the bar. And the other one's like, hey, we have plans to go to the bar. You know, it's just like, because you can just totally read it however you want to read it. And that's what's kind of fun about the breakup text show that I'm doing right now that's audio is that we're getting to hear these things that shouldn't be spoken out loud. And maybe the intonation is not what was intended. And you can change the meaning of a sentence so completely based on a pause or a question you can totally change how it's received and we write it and send it thinking it will be received in the way that we intended and that is just not true with text Mm -mm. the person is going to read it however they want and then they have time to sit with it (sighs) and read between the lines and imagine all oh and what do you think this word meant and he could have used this word but instead he used this word exactly on the group chat and screenshot it and send it to me yeah (laughs) so it's it's too much it's not it's not fair i think <laughs> you know, I was really anti the voice memo when you first said it, but I'm coming around coming to around. it over the <laughs> yeah, text. Me too. Because at least yeah. you get tone. At least you get tone. I'm not yeah. saying it's ideal, but at least it's better in that regard. It's one step above, for it's sure. It's one step above, yeah. The only thing with the voice memos, I think they disappear after a little bit, right? <laughs> if I ex- you can change your settings. <laughs> Someone like sends for- one, they're like, I did it. And the other person's like... <laughs> We're still Wait, together. Where? Yeah, or the we're other like, person like listens, but like the volume wasn't on, and then the thing's gone. Yeah, yeah they're like, we're still yeah, together. Exactly. No, totally. But I do have mine set to stay forever, and you can do that too, listeners. But yeah, oh, uh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, if you break up with me, I'll have it forever. That's also a problem that I would have it forever. This voice note, but yeah, it's a little better, but it's still not a back and forth. It's like no, I'm right. doing this, which fine. Again, like breaking up is something where you don't need the other person's consent. It's like the one time in life where it's like you know. Don't need consent. <laughs> 
every other time, just to be really clear, consent is really important. I think the more we're talking about it, it's really just those extreme situations like the abusive relationship, something that you don't want to have a conversation or maybe you've broken up a hundred times mm-hmm. already and you've had all the conversations you need to yeah. have. I'd say that's the only other thing that can come to mind. Mm-hmm. How did people do it back in the day without yeah. technology? Just like write one letter and just have it be that? They sent a telegram. <laughs> and that's it. Stop. I don't know. Done. You would write a letter to your husband off at war. And then I don't know. I don't know what they did. I don't know. Owl, pigeon. Because then would you, as a recipient, would you write a letter back and <laughs> and question them or challenge them? It goes them? on for like five months back and <laughs> but forth But I don't even think people dated, yeah. right? It's like you were betrothed and that was that. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Again, going back to what we were talking about at the very beginning, like I just don't think we've caught up emotionally to where we are technologically. And don't even get me started on AI, which I think is going to ruin us all. Like we've never seen all these <laughs> doomsday movies. We're just moving full speed ahead with chat GPT. We're not going to talk about this. What's going on? People aren't even going to be writing their own breakup texts anymore. When we hang up, I'm going to go on chat GPT and see what it makes. Should I do it now? <laughs> do it. They're do using it. People are using <laughs> chat GPT for app messaging. Yeah. They are. <gasps> it's like a thing right now. Yeah. There was one article about how a girl used that and basically got like no responses at all. Oh, good. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad she didn't. I want to hear that the humans are winning. You know what I mean? I feel like, though, it brings us to a good point. It's not just the medium of how you do it, but it's what you actually say. But like, can you think of like a breakup that maybe was in person, but stands out to you as like a bad one mm. or on the phone? It could be anything, just not text. Well, I think that's a good point in the sense that breakups are always going to fall short and we have to accept that, right? I guess occasionally they're very amicable and mutual, but to some extent they're always going to fall short, especially if you're being broken up with and you don't want to be broken up with. Yeah. I was going to say, I've never had a good breakup, I don't think. I can't think of one that I'm like, yes, that's the way to break up. Yeah, nobody's like, that was a great day. broken up with every day. Wow. You know, (laughs) I mean, I also agree. I think I've definitely had some that are more mutual. And we've had kind of like this, like, let's talk about all the good memories we had and kind of like ended on a high note. Mm. Not saying it wasn't hard. But that was also something that went on very long. It was a serious relationship. I think one that I'm thinking of, it wasn't like they said anything bad. It was just that I was totally taken off guard. It was when the guy I was dating that lived in the UK, he had come back from his trip and we had been talking for like six weeks about like how excited we were to see each other and the whole thing. Again, I was making dinner. I was the one mm-hmm. buying the short ribs. He actually offered to pay me back for the short rib. And I'm like, oh, good. Oh. Take him up on them. i request that shit. <laughs> Did he he, he did back? offer. He did. Not, I was like, I you don't should've. need this. But anyways, I remember he came over Empty and that was like offer. the first he thing he said. But I mean, part of it was that he had to leave the country. So it wasn't like totally just a terrible thing. But I was so blindsided. And he came in person. I did appreciate in person over text or phone. But it totally took me off guard. See, I think maybe for the most part. I don't need in person maybe ever, right? Like, I want to be able to have a conversation to get some closure, but I don't need you to come over. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, now you've left and it's like, what do I do with my night now? So I call my friend Amanda, tell her to come over, eat this food. Moral of the story, (laughs) don't cook men dinner. I'm just kidding. (laughs) That's the lesson we're taking away. I feel like people come over for breakup sex. That's why they're coming over. Oh, nice work. I'm not saying that was mm. the only reason, but that's clearly a so benefit, right, of being there sex? in person. Is that what I'm hearing? I mean, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that's 
it's fine. Get it where you can. You know what I mean? I was like, I've been waiting six weeks for this. Listen, yeah. I think there's such a thing as a goodbye sex. I've done the yeah, goodbye sex. Yeah, that's what this I was. I think there's something, a farewell sex. You know sex. what? I've never done it, and I feel left out of this conversation. I think you should go do it now, Allison. Who can you say goodbye to? You should to? break up by text by and then tell them. them to come over. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've actually tried to have breakup sex. I just remembered, but he said no. <laughs> he I was like, what? We can't just like, this is bang how it it's out one to more work. time. Yeah, Can you it just was bang so it out? sad. It was so sad. <laughs> is that that much of a sacrifice? I was like, I'm a liberated it. woman. I just want to have sex with you one more time. He was like, no. I was like, all right, goodbye. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you had a lot of over. issues. It was for the best. <laughs> what do you feel though of like the "It's not me, it's you." Sorry, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> it's it's definitely you. You're the I fucking like problem. I feel like that would be more blunt. If it's not you, right. it's me. I wish people let's, would say that. Let's get everyone's impression on both cases. I love that Freudian slip, right? Because it's, it's like, it's, what does that mean, right? What does it really mean? Like, I think it's like what people using you? these platitudes as opposed to, I mean, look, I don't think you necessarily need to tell someone all the reasons you're breaking up with them because I think one woman's trash is another woman's treasure. Mm -hmm. Like there are plenty of things that might not be right for me, but might be very right for someone else. So I don't think you necessarily need to tell them something you don't like that then is going to scar them or they're going to be, you know, replaying in their mind. But I think there are things that you can say and I think they should be specific, right? Like we are not going to work out because I asked for X and you gave me Y or you told me you couldn't give me X. I've actually ended things multiple times with men who just like don't ask questions and I'm just like, I feel that you care for me, but you're not inquisitive about my life Mm. and Mm. I'll say something to them at first and they'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I really do care. And I'm like, okay. And then it doesn't change. And then I'm like, all right, well, we have to end this now because it's getting weirder as time goes on because we're still kind of having like first date conversations where you're asking me really, like, now you know about my work, you know about my family, you know I'm concerned about X, Y, Z, and you haven't followed up or asked me anything about it. So I think getting specific, I think that it's not you, it's me, is too generic. It's you. You're not asking questions. (laughs) The breakup doesn't always have to be anybody's at fault. It could just be... The situation, the timing doesn't work out. I mean, I, yeah. I've definitely broken up with people who weren't ready to be in a relationship. It's a great yes. reason to break up. Yeah. But those are not the easiest conversations to have because I still like them. I still had feelings for them. It's just a matter of them not able to meet me where I am. Yeah. And I've certainly had many of those like in person, let's get together, let's have dinner, let's talk. But me knowing that the end of the night, it's going to be the end of the relationship because they're probably going to tell me they can't be in a relationship with me, right? I have a question for you. The ones where you've said you don't seem ready to be in a relationship, how did that conversation conclude? Especially when you were saying you might like to see them again, but they're not there. Do you leave the door open? Do you say something like, like, when you are ready, let me know? Or, you know, how do you do that? I've learned to not say that. Okay. I've learned to not say the door is still open because the door is not. You know, okay. the door is right. not, I'm not going to be waiting around for this, right. this person to be ready for me. I feel like for me, the breakups that have done average, like I'm like, that's not a bad breakup is you end on a high note. You say like, I really liked you. I still really like you. I'm just, you know, bummed yeah. or disappointed that the timing didn't really work out. But it's like, there's no hatred there. Yeah. Right. I think those do end well, but they're so heart wrenching though. Yeah. Because the feelings are still there. It's such an interesting 
case of breaking up because I remember this happened to me with like my on again off again ex and he said something like oh you broke up with me and that was like not the story I had in my mind Mm. because for me it was I wasn't getting what I wanted from him so Mm -hmm. I think it's a really interesting side of a breakup because you usually think of like getting dumped yeah but I think a lot of times the breakup is this situation we hear this all the time and I think these can be hard because you have to kind of have this willpower to do it and if you don't do it like they could just keep going forever like the person's content doing the bare minimum yeah it's that you want more in it but i found that these are the easier ones to actually do because there's a very clear reason it's kind of like what you were saying before allison it's very specific and i almost feel like too these ones could be done over text like if someone will not meet you out that's true i remember i had a guy that just like could not follow through with plans and i'm like okay like i can't do this and i like closing the door and not leaving it open when i'm not being treated well good good for you but do you Uh, let them know before you break up with them are you like hey you're not meeting me where i am yeah i would love for you to be able to can we talk about it i did not do that (laughs) i just did a surprise attack (laughs) i mean to be fair i've always said it and then nothing's ever changed so maybe it's not worth a pre-conversation but i do genuinely mean it when i have those conversations i do think it It is. is I think because at least you're giving someone the opportunity to step up. Right. And not expecting them to be a mind reader. Yeah. I agree. Usually, usually if you don't feel like you're being treated well, even if you say it, most of the times doesn't change it. But I do like saying it because one, at least you get it out instead of this sneak attack that you just get pissed and break up with someone. And then the second piece is that you could give someone an opportunity to reform. I feel the same way about breakups as I do about proposals. It shouldn't be a surprise. No. It shouldn't be a surprise. <laughs> it really should shouldn't. should not be a surprise attack. You should be having conversations towards that at some point. Do you hear about surprise proposals? I mean, you see them on like social media. Like she said no. And I'm like, I think this is staged. Yeah, you ain't had yes. one. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> you had a surprise proposal? Oh, yeah. I had a surprise proposal where I said no. Yes, it's true. And th- I, I'm <laughs> oh speaking from experience because okay, I was like, like pretty f- magical, though. Like, that's like the most <laughs> badass bitch thing I've ever heard. You know what I mean? No, but to me, I almost threw up because I was like, where the fuck did this come from? We never talked about a proposal. We never talked about getting engaged. Wait, how elaborate was this? It was not very elaborate, but the ring. Because I'm there. like, there was like fucking planes in the sky. There were puppies. <laughs> your families flew in. Like, what happened? You know? Yeah. Miley Cyrus came and sang. It was it was a lot. It was quite a bit. But I was like, no, Miley, not today. And then today. she sang your breakup text to him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, like a wrecking oh. ball. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But I really think, you know, with breakups, if you think you're going to have this conversation, it's going to be a surprise to the recipient, probably have a few more conversations beforehand. Communication should be taught in school. Yes. Like, why did I take calculus? Exactly. Don't use that. But relational skills, nothing. Like sine, cosine, I don't know, isosceles triangles, they've done nothing for me. (laughs) Does that not deepen your connection with someone on the date? Like, why are you not? teaching communication skills you know it's wild so what advice then would you have for someone that Mm -hmm. can't communicate right like they're struggling with what to say how to say it yeah how to pose this what advice would you have so they can do better than breaking up by text my advice is you're not gonna learn guitar by just picking up a guitar one day and trying to play a song right Mm. you've 
got to play chords. You've got to learn. You've got to do your basics. So no matter how scary communication might be to you, no matter how much you think you're bad at it, sometimes people are owed a conversation. And I think you know that deep down. And so even though it feels easier to ghost or send a text or just shy away from it, you've got to start strumming. Then what about the person that just got broken up by text? Like what advice would you have for them? If you agree in any way, shape, or form, let it go. If you think you might really get some closure out of speaking, you really think you need a little more information, not to change someone's minds, but just for your own closure, call them because you have nothing to lose at this point. Literally nothing. The relationship's already over. And I will say again, like a guy broke up with me recently where I was like, oh my God, what just happened? And I said to him, I know this is over, but I need to understand what just happened. Mm -hmm. And I made him sit down. He looked so uncomfortable. I'm sure. But by the end of the conversation, I was like, oh, this makes sense to me. You have a lot of trust issues. You're not over your ex. Now I can walk out the door and feel fine. And I did. I walked out the door. Sure, I panicked a little bit in my drive home, but I woke up the next day and I was like, good riddance and never thought of him again. So Ah. I do think conversations can be really, really helpful. And then go on Allison's show. (laughs) Yeah. But if you do break up by text, definitely screenshot it. Go to howtobreakupbytext.com and send me your screenshots. (laughs) I mean, this conversation has been so fun and insightful. I've definitely learned a lot. Like, even though, you know, I feel like it sounds basic. Like, duh, don't break up by text. sounds basic, but nobody Everyone does it. Yes. Uh Mm -hmm. I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree. And I think what I'm gathering here, what my biggest takeaway is, is we talked about like, don't do to others in a way that wouldn't be good for you. Mm-hmm. But I think also think about the other person and what would be best for them. If the situation really is that they don't want to actually see you, like it is a bad situation or a bad relationship, then maybe bring it by text actually is kind. But most times it's probably allowing for what you were saying to have closure, to have a conversation. And I love what we talked about too of like trying to not have this be a surprise building up to it in a way that at least you're giving someone a chance to make any course corrections, or you're sharing what might not be working for you along the way. So it's not a surprise, or at a very minimum, even telling them that it's not working, but still allowing the space to talk about it if someone wants it. I think that's really important. So we don't blindsight people that we do our best out there because I really do believe in karma. And Mm -hmm. if you do to others, it's going to come back to you and probably at the time that you're going to be really affected by it. So don't ghost. I think that's the lowest form we established. Don't put it on the Instagram story. At least breaking up with text is, for the most part, better than those situations. A hundred percent. My biggest takeaway is, you know, every breakup is an opportunity to grow and learn from it. And we can see it as a gift, as sad as that could sound, but it is a gift for us to grow as a person. And I would argue that breakups are probably going to be the easiest hard conversations you'll have in your life. They're going to be much harder conversations. If you can't tackle this one, the other harder conversations are going to be so much more challenging. So take that as an opportunity and say, if I can just prepare myself here in this moment, then I'm much more prepped for like the future conversations to come. And I'll say it again, breakups should not be a surprise. (laughs) Nobody should feel blindsided, like Julie said, but also nobody should feel like they've been misled. And that's what I've also heard from a lot of breakups. It's like, I feel misled. I felt like we had a really good relationship. Then what happened? 
I feel like any time there is like a very long-standing relationship, yeah. your seven-year example, UA, is still blowing my mind. I know. Like, I think those situations, like just sending a single text that could be misinterpreted, there's so many other alternative ways to handle that. Uh, what you were saying, it's just not good karma to be with someone for seven years and like share your life together and then end it by text. Well, I can tell you it was not good karma. No. <gasps> oh, yes. interesting. There's the In hindsight, <laughs> In hindsight, it's not good karma. It came back to haunt her. Ish worded. All right. Yeah. I was just thinking, UA, like when you were like, it's the gift to break up. Like instead of your friend going around with a personal gift, he's just like, here I am. Here's your gift of breaking Here's up. Here's your gift you. of a breakup. You're welcome. Sounds like he was gifting that breakup dick, though, if we're being honest. You know? That's why he allotted he so many hours. Now oh my I God. Get yeah. That's right. He just like tied That's up true. his dick in a bow. He's like, I needed a half day. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Open back this present. Yeah. Oh, it's a dick in a box. Perfect. Yeah. Just what I want. He Break needed up his dick refractory in a box. period built in. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. This is gosh. making all too much sense now. <laughs> well, I know it's so cliche, but you know, you can't find the right person if you're still with the wrong person. Yes, so I do think we also yes. need to reframe yep. breakups to some extent as a gift. They are. They are. They are a gift. So Allison, I know you told us before where people could get in touch with you a bit, but for anyone that has a breakup or they just want to learn more about you, where can they find you? AllisonGoldberg.com will send you to all my different projects. It'll send you to the breakup show. I also recently started a dating show called Love Isn't Blind, mm, where yeah. I have four men compete for one woman on stage, but the men can't speak. It's so much fun. I call their moms live on stage. I search their phones. If you are a charismatic, brave man, you can go apply to that. I promise I'll make you look fabulous. It's not a mean show. It's very joyful. And I do stand up. All my different projects can be found at AllisonGoldberg.com. So I hope you check it out. And my takeaway from this episode is that you guys are just as delightful Aww. by video as in my ears. <laughs> Aww. Aww. And then she's going to send us a breakup. I'm just yeah. <laughs> Don't ever contact me again. <laughs> You've been blocked. <laughs> well, you Aww. are also just as delightful, Allison. Thank, thank you, you so much for coming on our show. And thank you for bring up this topic what a fun topic we have it well it's not fun right, right. It, but it's, it's a <laughs> but fun it's topic to discuss breakups are awesome <laughs> we haven't talked about breakups by text but it's so fun <laughs> my favorite hobby yeah maybe that's why we haven't talked about it we're like suppressing True. it <laughs> I know. Well, I think we're all trying also to pretend that it like doesn't really happen, but it happens. Yeah. And again, UA brought up that seven-year breakup. I've seen many that are multiple years, and it's it ends by text. I also saw a divorce email once, but that's another story for another time. Oh, that's another one. Yes, I've email. received a that's next I've level. Received an invoice after a breakup before, so. Ah! Was it itemized? It was itemized. Oh my god! He even gave me a discount. A discount. What does was that it like mean? every date you it was two amortized? It was amortized. Yeah. No, what? um, it was after a breakup we had lived together and he gave me a found an invoice for the furniture that we bought together and Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's a whole other conversation too about like how do you divide up assets? Oh gosh. 
so much more, so many more gifts to share with people after Africa. But well, we're going to end this episode yeah. here because we're going to get out of here. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is a gift we that can keeps talk on all day, giving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what is not a breakup is when you give us a rating review in Apple Podcasts. That's the start of a great relationship and a great uh-huh. way to sustain a relationship. So for our listeners, simple five stars. Give us a little love note. We really, really appreciate that and helps us bring on wonderful guests like Allison to our show. Okay, on that note, we're going to wrap up this episode. Stay Dateable! The Dateable Podcast is part of the Frolic Media Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram at Dateable Podcast and visit datablepodcast.com for access to all the episodes and our premium programs. Also, make sure to subscribe today if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. So you are the first to get all the latest episodes. And most importantly, stay dateable. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.